The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Episode, what is this? I don't know. 108? Something or other? Sure. Something like that? Um, Rareform Radio. You know what you're listening to. You didn't find this on accident, but if you did, welcome aboard. Good to have you here. Wait, who wrote that song? Me. Oh, you I, did? I played everything on this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah that's all me, baby. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good song. You want to hear the demo of it? Sure. Actually, I think I still have it. You know what was great is that the video you sent me of the um, L. Jor- Jorgensen and, and David Navarro oh, and you. Yes. So good. We um, we had Al on Dark Matter in 2019, and uh, whenever we have like a musical musical guest, Dave usually likes to play a song with them if they want to. So I reached out. I didn't I didn't know Al yet, but I reached out to his wife Liz. I was like, would Al want to play something with us? And um, she said, you know, Al will do anything for Dave. He loves Dave. Wow. So I picked Every Day is Halloween. Dave didn't really know the song, but I was like, God, I, I knew that Al kind of ignored his that his old his old roots. And um, they agreed to it. And Dave and I kind of rehearsed it, kind of planned out how to do it. And I taught Dave the song. Well, I mean, he listened to it and we, he learned it. And... Uh, Al did it. It it changed him, and he it got him really excited about his past. And such a good song. Then he invited. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. Oh my god, I mean, you you come from that era, and mm-hmm. and we, we talked about it in that episode about how that song was an anthem for all the weird kids and all like yep. the people that didn't fit in, mm-hmm. industrial kids, you know, um, um, gay kids, just people that were felt awkward in normal situations. Yep. And it was the the anthem of the uh, of the uncomfortable. <laughs> what what year was that? Eighty one. Eighty one. Uh huh. Nineteen eighty one. Wow. What? So, yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Yeah. Yep. Pretty positive. Damn. Yep. It was like a club song because it was yeah. like it was like ministry's kind of first thing on the scene was this kind of. Cynthia, bum, 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 well, we bum, would bum. dance to it at Medusa's in Chicago. But Absolutely, so it had been been out already for almost ten years. Yeah, because then when we started uh, t- touring, we would see Al all, all the time. Mm-hmm. The wax track stuff and mm-hmm. wow. So then he he invited us a couple months after he came in. He was going to do two shows at the Fonda Theater with Ministry, and um, he asked Dave and I if we wanted to come and like close out the show by doing an acoustic version of, of that song. Like he enjoyed himself that much that he invited us to do it. And then they asked me to go out. They're going to do a six, a six show tour to celebrate uh, wax tracks. It was like 30 years of wax tracks or something hmm. like that. And so like a couple shows in Chicago, New York, uh, Philly or something, LA. And uh, I would do the song with them every night. I, I was a guitar attack, but I'd come out and play that song and, and, I saw people cry. Like it meant it, that mm-hmm. song means so much to so many people, including myself, including you. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
I don't remember if if I pitched to him that we should record it or if they did, but we did all that in a day. Just went to his house, and the video is us actually performing, like the it's that cool we weren't video. playing. It was like the actual writing, the actual mm-hmm. takes of the song. But um, the black and white gives it a whole like beautiful vibe to it. And the fact that you guys are all doing the bop bop. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a very very one of the coolest things so that's cool. ever happened um, to me in my life. Let's see if I can find that demo of the theme song here. Um, it's funny that you just brought that up because one of the questions that we have for this week is, oh, here's here's my first time coming up with the idea for that thing. Listen, listen forever. Let me see that over and over again, I think. Oh. Good stuff. <laughs> All that kind of weird, weird chords. Frank and explicit nature. And that was, uh, that became this. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. What's the sample from? The Frank and. I just found that uh, Todd and I, you know, because we talk so much about movies and TV shows. And uh, we knew that we would continue to talk about that. So I just went on and found the stuff that would be on before like NYPD Blue or something. Oh, just yeah, those yeah. old warnings mm-hmm. for kids. Mm, um, that's cool. So we had a question this week um, for both of us. What are some of your more memorable or best tour experiences in your life? Is there like a moment for you? Something that was cool or... Or like um, a, a special moment or you were in a crazy place at a crazy time or... Um, um, there's a couple that stand out and one of them was when we toured with Danzig and we oh, opened yeah. for him and Glenn and I became really, like, really good friends. No shit. And he's so smart and he would take me... Um, into the green like his back backstage and we had our room and he had his and he had a um um uh what do you call that a, a like a punching bag mm-hmm. and he ta- taught me some moves because he practiced um was he a taekwondo uh, guy or some shit or no or, or, he practiced um oh my god there's a name for it he showed me that comma gras no it's um not Bruce Lee. Is it Bruce Lee's way of? There's a name for it. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so long ago. But he taught me that, and that was really fun. And like he would, on the bus uh, <coughs> at the end of their show, I'd I'd get like a screaming like, "Sabrina, where are you?" That was him. It was him, and he wanted me on the bus to sort of like sort out the people who were on the bus the the girls and stuff like if they weren't cool or whatever and and he he used to drink this thing it was guinness and malibu wait was that it guinness and malibu it was something bizarre 
So we'd I mean, we'd always have a drink drink after the. He was awesome. That's that, cool. And then one. Were thing, you a fan of his? Huge. Either yeah. Were you a fan of Misfits or Danzig Solo? Both. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the cool thing, but but I hadn't I didn't really I mean I was a fan, but I didn't really know much. Mm-hmm. And then we toured with him when he did the Black Acid Devil. What's that? Black Acid Devil was a album he did like oh, okay. 95, 6. And then on tour, Joey Castillo was the drummer. Um, and then I became really good fr- friends with him. And then he became the drummer of Queens of the Stone Age. Which is probably their best one they ever had. Yeah. He was yeah. So, and so so I got to see, I mean, I was so lucky. Lucky, I got to see like a hundred shows of Queen, Queens of the Stone, the Stone Age, and then oh, in the heyday with Nick with and everything. Yep, yep. So that that was cool. But one of the coolest things was where I was like, oh wow, this is people like like us, is in Nebraska, and it was when like pay, pay phones were still around. I mean, they are now, but not not really. Kids, Google pay phones. You'll, you'll your mind will be blown. <laughs> and I went to go use one in Nebraska, and I remember I like looked out. And there was these kids, like maybe like 12 of them. And they were like, oh, like looking. And they like followed me everywhere. I went downtown to Nebraska and Omaha. So whatever. They were electric hellfire fans? Yeah, they were fans of mine. Like they were like, oh my God, I used to bring, oh my God, I knew it was you. And that was, I was like, oh, wow. It's a good feeling. I've only been recognized one time for for Dark Matter or podcasting. One time ever. One time. In Ventura, California. And it was so surreal and cool. I was like, hey, are you you Dan from Dark Matter? I was like, (laughs) (laughs) as a matter of fact, I am. Thank you for noticing me. Thank you. Do you want an autograph? He's like, no, I just want to say hi. (laughs) No, it's cool. It's a cool feeling. It's cool. Um, Do you remember the first time you signed an autograph? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. They yeah. they had me sign a um a poster uh-huh. or like a flyer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? You want my autograph? Yep. And then we after that, then we got signed, and then we'd go on tour, and we'd go to like little like before our show, we'd have little like an in store and have a table. And I remember in stores. Yeah, remember playing record so stores. Fun. I've seen some such cool shows at uh, Amoeba in L.A. here. Um, remember when they used to do like concerts and stuff at Amoeba mm-hmm. Records? I did. I was so when I moved out here, I we started a band, and I was this a singer for a Pat Benatar Heart cover band called Pat Hardatar, and it was me and three other girls. And oh, I one love Pat Benatar so we, much. We played at the Amoeba um, Amoeba Palooza. It was called Amoeba. Yeah, everything's a Palooza. Yeah, yeah. And we played there like a few times and at the store. It was fun. That's amazing. I sang. I didn't play an instrument. I just sang. Do you still sing at all? I, then, actually, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. We have another question for you. Yeah. Um, does Heidi still play bass? And who were her musical heroes as a kid? I haven't played bass in so long. You still have a bass? Mm-hmm. I have a couple at my mom and dad, dad's house, though. But Do you have like... the one that you toured with? Do you have, mm-hmm. like, your bass? Yeah. Did you have that as a kid? Or did you no. get it when you four-tour? I got started? it because when we first started, I was the, the go-go girl, like backup girl. Oh, no kidding. And then I was like, fuck this, man. I want to play a good, I want to play an instrument. You so you didn't me? even play before? Mm-mm. I played p- piano, though. So you learned how to play bass just so you didn't have to be the go-go dancer in mm-hmm. the band? Yep. 
Amazing. So I was like, I don't want to be an ornament anymore. I want to be like part of the band because we Good toured with bit like Guar and Danzig and yeah. I wanted to be like rock and you know rock and not of that course. we were rock, rock and roll because we started off as like goth, but that's still rock and roll. Yeah, so like, rock and roll is not just uh, Guns and Roses. You yeah. know, Nine Inch Nails is rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, Minus is rock and roll. White Stripes is all rock and roll. It's all. Yeah. You no, know, it's all the same shit. I had good rhythm, so that, I mean, like, that helps, too. When's the last time you played? Oh, y- years. Like, could you pick up and play something now? I don't think so. I mean, I it would t- take me a while. Okay. But. Did you have musical heroes? Um, like, that played bass, or not really, but just my favorite bands and mm-hmm. stuff as a kid. I mean, I was a huge Prince fan. I love Prince. He's a musical. I mean, he. I never understood. I never got the music, but I understand how insanely talented he is a, as mean, a musician. Cr- crazy. Um, I was obsessed with uh, Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have dreams about him when I was young. I like like young. I would dream that he would be at like prom. He'd be at like a Jehovah's Witness, like a convention. It was so bizarre. And I really didn't like know as any, your date or that he no, would just, he was be just there with me. He was like my, like your buddy or Bob. Yeah. Bob plant. Ro- Robert. Pl- yeah. Bob, Bobby. <laughs> it was so weird. Cause I really didn't know much about Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. but I would dream about, about him. And then I started to listen to the music. Isn't that weird? Wait. Yeah. I so would dream about him first. You were a fan first. of his. You were like you were, and you didn't not love it, but you loved. No, I knew like him, him more, and then you learned about that yes, Zeppelin. It was so very good. I just I would see I would see him. I can't put my like head in, far enough back. I'd see him in videos and stuff, and you know, and then I and then I had dreams about him for some re- re- reason, and then I started to listen to Led Led Zeppelin, and then that is I was so like, wow, weird. Not weird. You Jehovah's Witnesses are just the weirdest folks. Or maybe him and I in a pat past life were like brother and sister or something. I don't know. It was weird because I didn't know so, Led Zeppelin all, all that. I never well. heard of such a thing. Usually, like and I wasn't a, a super fan, fan, but I wasn't a, a fan of his. I just would see his face on in magazines and stuff. But I I dreamt about him all the time. Did you know his voice? Like, had you heard his voice before? Did yeah, he I'd speak in the dreams? Led, Led Zeppelin. Okay. I don't remember what his voice sounded like, but he was always in my... I've never heard anything like that before. I don't really t- talk about it. It was like, it was so I mean, bizarre. that's probably a weird thing to talk about often. Yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty fascinating. Weird, right? Yeah. I used to have a recurring dream that um, Dracula uh, was chasing me on the monkey bars. <laughs> I probably had that dream 200 times. Really? And it was terrifying. Yep. Wow. Yep. As a little, what, little kid. Means. Yep. I have a lot of dreams still to this day about um, levitating and being able to fly and like float wherever mm-hmm. I want to at will, which I guess has something to do with, um, I looked it up, has to do with like being confident or being like comfortable with myself or having like self-esteem or something. Huh. So I'll take it. Have you, oh, I need that. Have you ever had sleep, uh, Paralysis. Uh, is that what it's called? It's called, is there a name for it? I think it's that. Sleep paralysis. Have you ha- had that? No. But I used to have it my best all friend had the time it as a kid. He used to, it used to terrify him. Yes. And I, but I didn't know it was a thing, but I remember being, being a kid and you, you hear things and you're half awake and you can't move your fucking arms, no, your legs and. No, thank you. 
What that happened? sounds. It happened to to me re, uh, recently, and they say it's when you're stressed out or you're over t- tired. But I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want any of that shit. That sounds awful. Did you ever see the movie called The Nightmare? It's it is is it a do- documentary? documentary by uh, it's about that Rodney right? Asher. It's about sleep paralysis. Like three years ago, it came yep. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yep. Crazy. And yeah. uh, it feels like there's a demon sitting on your chest mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I've never had that, luckily. Um, but also, I don't sleep very well, so maybe that's why I've never had sleep paralysis. Oh. Every night, really? I wake up four or five times a night, every night. Yeah, same. It's miserable. Yeah. Um, um, toy, a toy, toy story. Tour story what about you? for me. Mm, I just had a 10-year anniversary of one of the cooler things I've ever been a part of. 10 years ago in July... I think it was we were playing in Texas with Jane's addiction and um, halfway through the show uh, I'm, you know, working hard and I'm scrolling Twitter halfway through the show. I'm looking at Twitter, which is, you know, yes, I'm unprofessional, but it has to be done. <laughs> and I see the news that Osama bin Laden had been killed. Like as we're doing the show. Wow. So between songs, um, Navarro and I are, are doing a guitar change and there's a video on YouTube. You can find and you can see me tell him that Bin Laden's just been killed. And he's like, are you, are you really? Holy shit. And he goes, oh my God. And he points, like, I, I got to tell Perry, basically. So Dave goes over and the video shows him, like, whisper something in Perry's ear. And Perry like, looks back, like, no way. And I got to see Perry announce to this Texas crowd that we killed Bin Laden. And it was, it gives me goosebumps. It was one of the most surreal moments ever because they all found out together again in Texas, like the most proud patriotic state in the, in the country maybe. And they started like a USA chant and it was, it was wild, but it was pretty cool to be a part of that. That's really cool. I think that was July. When did, uh, when did Osama bin Laden die? Osama bin Laden died May 2nd, 2011 at age 54 in Osama bin Laden's compound in Abbottabad. Okay, thank you very much for all that information. Abba-da-bob. Uh, that, that, was, uh, that was pretty cool. That's really cool. That was a cool time. You know, being in the Dominican Republic and I, we saw, like I saw the way that pe- people live. It's so sad, you know. Um, but made, made me really appreciate the United States of America. And I realize now that when I say, I, I've never been been like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from America, from the United States. Because if you if you say it like that, you're considered like Republican, racist. You know what I mean? But why is that? That everybody else can have like Viva La Rosa. You know, they. I like, have a American. My oh, first tattoo cool. I ever got was um, was this American flag on my wrist, and uh, I'm super proud of it. I'm very proud of being from America. Yeah, I am incredibly patriotic. But you're right. There's something about. Like, I would probably put an American flag sticker on my car, but in this city especially, people would be like, that guy's a fucking douchebag. Yeah, but what, I mean, but this is where we're, f- anywhere else in the world, you say, you know, oh, I'm proud to be, you yeah. know, this. Proud right. to be yeah. an American. <laughs> where at least I know no, I'm free. Yeah. Um, but I just, I was thinking about that, like how, I mean, United States, because one, one of our like t- taxi dri- drivers was saying how how wonderful it is here that we can start over. We have opportunities here, and it's true; it's a great place to be. But I heard this guy the other night. I went to this book launch par- party, 
and he was working there and he was a younger gentleman and he was like oh you know united states of america and i just want to say why don't you go down to dominican or a third world country and go live there and see what it's like yeah for like a couple weeks go chill in brazil for a while and see go go to go to cuba exactly yeah It's, it's a weird thing um I, I've thought about this so many times and I don't know what it is. I don't understand like, yes, in this country, we don't really take care of the less fortunate. We are the homeless problems out of control. We don't have free health care, And like, we really do have more opportunities than anybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're born um, black or Brown or you grow up poor, you do have less opportunity, but still, you can make something of yourself. Right. You can do that. It's that, it's probably worse now than it ever has been. So I understand all that. Yeah. But you really can, like dreams can come true here. I grew up, I mean, I grew up poor. Not, I mean, and you did too. We yep. talk about that. Very poor. But, but I look at like the kids in Dominican, like we went through these little towns on our own and I just was like, oh my God, there's no doors on things. Yep. There's women wa- washing clothes and buckets little yep. kids with no shoes were just run, run, running around in dirt and yeah. it's like where do you go from there you don't have the ability that's your life from forever. from the moment you're born until you're dead yep that's it and that really like i was like oh my god like i'm so lucky my wife is one of those people where she uh she has no patriotism not one shred of like America. None of it. Really? Yep. Like the other other day we were on a walk and, um, you know, you're not supposed to, an American flag is not supposed to touch the ground. Yeah. There was like a little handheld flag that was on the sidewalk and she was walking in front of me and she stepped on it. Just as she was walking, she wasn't thinking, stepped on it. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she goes, what? I'm like, you just stepped on the flag. And she's like, all right, I'm sorry, but like, come on. So I picked it up and like, I hung it back somewhere. Right. So I, I think <laughs> a lot of that came from my dad. My dad is like a, I mean, he's a very Republican dude, but he, he kind of taught me like pride in the country and pride in, yeah. in, in, um, just being uh, supportive of what this country stands for. Mm-hmm. There's tons of problems. Racism of is course. rampant. The country is founded in so many ra- ways on racism. But I think efforts are being made every day to make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look so at yeah. all the people who want to come here. Well, that's that's the thing. why. Because sure. there's so many opportunities. It's a land of to opportunity. Change your life, or mm-hmm. but yeah, it's 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 challenging sometimes, especially here in this city. This is you know it's so expensive, and I get it. But mm-hmm. I'd rather be here than mm-hmm. in Cuba or Dominican yes. Republic, which yes. is beautiful. The people are to visit. Beautiful, sure, of course, of course. But I can't believe the way they live. Yeah. It's really sad. Did you have to, st- and when I heard when you go to the Dominican, you have to like stay in a compound pretty much, right? Where you're, you're, you're not really going out in the neighborhoods. Well, we stayed in like an all inclusive place, but yeah. we had a rental. So we went out and my uh, boyfriend had been, been there a few times. We, we got lost. We went on a uh, excursion to this beach where I was like, on Google, it says you need a tour guide and a boat to get there. He's like, no, no, no. What we're going to do is we're going to drive and then we're going to hike down. So I bring some like, I'm like, we're not hiking in the, are you kidding me? No. He's like, just come on. Just, it's fine. It's fine. So we go down a dirt road <laughs> and we are, I was like, oh, this is it. And we had a tiny little, like a Kia 
and this is we both looked at each other and we're like this is how we're gonna die oh okay like it was we were but it was beautiful there there were uh swarms of butterflies uh-huh. horses bulls there were like and then all of a sudden we get to the end where it says park here park park your car now and it was a huge trash burning trash site <laughs> so we got lost we we're like fuck and Did then we pulled out and we went back and there was an, a woman who was about like 70-ish and she had this huge bag of, I don't know what it was, on her back and just sweating profusely. And we stopped and she was on that road that we were like, I mean, it was dirt. We got stuck in the mud. Like it was nuts. And she said uh, her mother was sick and she didn't speak English, but her, but her mom was sick and she had to work at this little place by the trash burning so we gave her a ride and we gave her a hundred bucks and that like, she was like crying. No, 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 no. And we're like, no, no, no. Just take that. Like a hundred bucks for her is like, I don't know. It just felt, I just couldn't believe it that she walked Heavy. all that way. And she had a sick, she had a sick mom. Sick mom. So her mom was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, but I don't know where I was That's going a, with that no, story. No, it just but, oh, it's being oh, grateful. Asked, yeah, like, yeah, of course. You, you asked it. And so, but then. We went to this other uh, town and we stopped and I got really uncomfortable because I'm the whitest thing around. I mean, I'm the only white thing there. And these kids started to come and then these guys and they swarmed the car asking us uh, for money to park. They cook us a fish, but it was too much. It was very aggressive, like so aggressive. And it was... Mm. They just sort of would like lay like, but I get it. I mean, they're, they, they see us. They're surviving. They, yeah, exactly. To they're hu- hu- hustlers on the street. Like, and the, the dogs that are there that are like skin and bones and like, Oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's beautiful. The people are there, but I'm glad that we left and I actually saw how they actually live. Of course. And she appreciated it. Compound of, you know, that's one thing I get from touring is being all over the world and like, um, makes me grateful for everything. Mm hmm. You know, it, I, I really, for, I wouldn't want to be from anywhere else. Nope. I find other places beautiful. There's some great, like South America has some of the best food I've ever had in my life, but I'm really happy I'm from here and I live here and I can vote to make changes and yep. a lot of stuff we take for granted. But we were just on our way back. I, we were t- talking about it, how it has such a bad stigma to say like, I'm proud to be an American. Mm-hmm. Not that song. I, that song's in my head now, but like. People are like, oh, you from the South? You right on no. the boats and on the planes. They're coming to America. <laughs> right. <laughs> like on the <laughs> come to America. Today. <laughs> Today. But anyhow, I yeah, we 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 got to leave and see the man. It's can crazy. I, can I ask you a uh, a personal vacation question? Mm-hmm. Do did you have intercourse on your vacation? Of course. Okay, you say of course. Yeah. So, okay, we're gonna have a good talk here. Do you think that going on vacation? I'm sweating now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you think that that sex is to be expected on vacation? Not expected, but like you better do it. But like, is it assumed that you're gonna bang on vacation? Of course, especially in a hotel. Hotel room was nice. It was cold. It was like cold. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's we that's had what you it. like for sex? No, we had, no, I, 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 no, not sex, but like. It was I, cold, it was dirty, there I was food everywhere. I love hotel, hotel, hotel rooms, I love them. Same. And I have them down to like 65 in the room. Ooh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I love it. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's, it's, 
know. My wife is not one of those people where it's like required activity. But in my mind, if you go We're to Hawaii vacation. or you go. Oh, it's uh, sex like, time. It's Heidi. <laughs> Literally pound it. Pound it, pound it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy vacation. to hear that. Do you do things on vacation that you wouldn't do at home? Mm-mm. You're not like dirtier or crazier? Mm-mm. You don't like spit in his butt or something? No. <laughs> God, I'm sweating. <laughs> no. Oh, I love this shit. No, because we, we don't have an issue with, with that. We're, you know. You just always spit in it. Always. Yeah. It's like how you start it, how you end it. Exactly. Of course, of course, of course. Full circle. How many times do you think in your seven days? Did we have sex? Yes, Heidi. I mean, tw- twice a day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. We've been together almost five years, too. That blows my mind. Yeah, we have re- really good... We have great chemistry. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Now, should I get divorced? <laughs> if we went on a, on a, on a week-long vacation to Dominican... It might be like maybe once or twice the whole trip. What? I know. I know. I know. I mean, it's not required. But I wonder I just, like, who's more normal or not normal. Like, I wonder what, what more people have, what you do or what I have on vacation. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just how, I don't know. I mean, look, it's Are not Are you guys like that at the, home? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's times where we're tired or I don't see see him because I live, we live separately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, He has kids, so. Uh But yeah, we still are very like attracted to each other. That's, that's, and that's the thing too. My wife and I are very attracted to each other as well. Yeah. But it just, that that's not the kind of. There are times, it's not every day. So there there are times where we go like days without. What's the longest you guys have gone with like without being without traveling being involved where you haven't um i don't know maybe three days it's pretty impressive heidi four four days maybe mm-hmm. yeah wow that's pretty good right that's very very good yeah. that's healthy oh my God, i'm sweating like profusely good for you talking about this yeah <laughs> i mean there's nothing to be ashamed about you spit in your boyfriend's butthole it's fine. It doesn't matter. You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. Right? Be comfortable yeah. with it. Lean into yeah. it. I'm all about it. Um, speaking of that, if anybody wants another, uh, so we still have a couple more of these posters left. You can hit me up on Instagram at uh, DanCleary79 at Rareform Radio. Oh, I want one. I still got to get you one. We have like 10 or 15 of these puppies left. Hmm. Um, hit us up. Get one. Done by the great artist TC Austin at TC Austin. Give her some love as well. They're Great so shit! Cool. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool name. Well, this—that's me. This is me. But the, <laughs> I know, the no, artist but is is a woman. Yep, she's like a twenty-six-year-old artist. How did you find her? We I've known her through Eagles of Death Metal for a long time, and we've been like social media friends forever. We hadn't met until I went to pick these up. That was the first time I ever met her. But um, very very talented. Does her own art as well. Um, she has a Patreon as well. You can look her up. But support um, young local artists. I have a fun little small little story about Eagles of Death Metal. Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, I met him. I had never heard of his band be- before, but I met him backstage at a um, Nine Inch Nails and Queen, Queens of the Stone Age were t- touring together. Yep. Oh, like a I was, while, at, the, I was at that tour. Oh, really? Yeah, on, I was at the, one of those shows. Yeah, this was in Chicago, and he was backstage and. 
uh, we were introduced and he said, wait, what band did you used to be in? And I'm like, oh, I was in the Electric Hellfire Club. And he like backed up and he's so dramatic, like what? And he used to work at a record store in West Virginia or something like some, somewhere South, I forget where. And he had bright red hair and he was the ma- manager of, and he was there one time when we had a, like an in-store s- signing before our show. Oh no. So he was like, you'd met back then. We had met way back then oh, shit. when he wasn't Je- Jesse from Eagles of Death Metal. And he had, then we became friends and I went to visit all, all of them in, uh, in, in, in Joshua tree for Thanksgiving. Oh, of course. And, um, I went to, we went to his house to get his, his kid, Micah, this was so long ago, but in his room, he had a, uh, a, one of our records on his wall. Oh, no shit. Of the electric health. All these years later, he still had that hanging up on his wall. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. So that's how I met them. And that's how, so I, I was in a, uh, they did a, uh, music video with Jack Black and Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, I forget the song. But I was in that. You're in the video? What are you doing in the video? I'm walking in the back. It's not. You can barely see me. So you're not back to being a go-go dancer in the video. No, you can barely see me, but it was fun. That's pretty cool. Anyhow. Um, I I just had a question for you. Was he wearing sunglasses when you you met him? Mm, Yes, he was. Yeah. Can I get away with wearing sunglasses on this show? Let's see. Just doing the show like this? Or is it a little Mm. lame? I mean, sure, you can. You, I mean, I mean, you look good. I just. What? I Talk to me. I don't want to see your eyes. Oh, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi. How the hell is that? A little bit of this? A little bit of that? Oh, my God. <laughs> kind of like, I wish I could pull off sunglasses inside on a, on a podcast. I'm trying to think if he was wearing. I'm sure he was. Probably wearing like those, the red tinted lenses or yellow tinted lenses. Oh, yeah, lenses. of course he was. The red ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. He was, I was like, he, he, he was nuts. Like, who, who's this guy? And then. And the music's great. He's over. He's out of control. He's <laughs> like, as far as um, like we're talking about rock and roll. That guy lives the life of a rock and roller. Mm-hmm. Every from the from his waking moments, I feel like he wakes up in jeans with holes in the knee. Yep. I think he sleeps in his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Wakes up and like has a different eagle tattoo on his chest every day a different one every day or something okay. i'm good friends with dave the um, catching yeah i love yep. dave and uh so uh what year was that the the parish it was like shooting. five years ago and i remember i was, I was trying was, to call uh, my my our friend sean london was the sound guy for that and eden who was playing in the band and working for them as well i was trying to get a hold of them that whole day it was so yeah, scary me too because i got a, a text from a like my, like a mutual friend they're like are you wa- watching the news i was like no and that happened. I was like, "Oh my god!" I texted them. I texted Dave. He finally sent me some something. He's like, "We're we're we're okay." But they had Dave and them had had, had to hide in the room. Oh yeah. Like up, I mean, then the story about the kid who hid under J- Jesse's le- leather jacket. I mean, I, it was there. There. There's a show on HBO about about it. Did you watch it? The documentary. Yes. I couldn't. I, I, I watched only a little bit and I just, it was too, I'm too much of a, like an empath I take. I was like, no. And plus I knew them. Yep. So just the, th- oh God, the fear, the. It was heavy. Whew. Um, uh, my friend, Sean, who was the, the first sound guy I ever toured with, Sean London, 
He's a wonderful man. Do you know him at all? Yeah, I think Big I've met him guy. before. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's been but around forever. He's fine forever. though, right? Is he okay? He, well, yeah, mentally he's not. I mean, it, but he it lived, fucked. right? Yeah, he lived, and um. But he had a drop in the front, right? Like underneath people, or no? He was he was behind the soundboard, so he was running front of house, <sighs> and um, he remembers seeing like the buttons on his desk being shot off, and he was hiding behind it with three other people, and one of the terrorists started walking towards him. Mm pointed the gun at him and pulled the trigger and went, he was out of ammo. And Sean said, now we run. Oh. And I'm getting goosebumps now. Oh I mean, it's going to make me cry, but he pushed two other people that were hiding there towards the front door. Oh my God. And Sean like was running past to open the door. He heard the guy reloading as everyone's oh. screaming. Jesus and, and in the air, all I could smell is like the iron from the blood. Cause yeah. the whole air was full of Oof. like blood mist. And, um, as Sean went to push the front door, the glass broke because the guy was firing at them. So there was already a couple bodies there. They climbed over those two or three bodies, and they all they all got out. Holy but shit! The guy was out of ammo, or Sean would be dead. I mean, that's what I think too. Like how it affects them now. I saw him a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago, and it was right either it was right before, or right after. Like the I think it was the five year anniversary, and. Um, I asked him, I'm like, how are you doing with it? Because uh, I know I know he was having nightmares for a long time. Yeah. Uh, he started drinking a lot more. And uh, I was like, how are you doing with the whole thing? He wouldn't mind me saying this, by the way. But he said that he still has nightmares. Mm. Um, they're, they're less than they used to be. But he, he thinks about it almost daily. Um, as he's gone back to doing some gigs, it's just, it's always with him. And it always, with, always will be. So even since that moment... Um, even now, whenever I do a gig, I know what my exit is. Mm -hmm. I know if something happens on the left, this is where I go on the right or vice versa. Uh, I always know where the nearest escape is. I look at hiding places. I mean, I can't believe we're at a place so where, crazy, but like right? I, I think about I can hide in, in this road case. I can hide under this part of the stage. I can use this as a weapon. I mean, I have weapons in my, in my tech box. If someone gets close to me, I have like shit like that. But um, it just, that was a, that was for people like us who, live in that world and mm. work in that world it was like a it was like a mini 9-11 to the yeah, touring industry I get to, to make it, it makes me cry because it's just like oh my god i can't even like because i can feel it i can I, I i know what it's like to you're on stage in the video where they're on stage still playing playing and you see dave like look and you hear the that noise and just can you imagine i can't even fucking imagine did oh. i show you the picture, mm -mm. the crazy picture. Mm -mm. I can't talk about it on the air, but I have to show okay. you a picture after the show okay. um, that I got from someone involved in that thing. That basically, that the the whole, I I won't say anything else okay. about it. But it was it, there's some sh really shady shit with that shooting. Really? Yep. yep. Like like conspiracy stuff. Yeah, but sort of, uh, but real. Wow. <laughs> I have photographic evidence that it was allowed to happen. Wow. Anyway, we'll show it on Patreon. Everyone, no, we won't. We won't. I'm just kidding. Jeez. Um, but um, well, look at the ca capital thing. Same kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, you watched there. There was a a couple cops that sort of like backed up. You saw mm -hmm. that video, right? I can't yeah. find find it anymore. But they bat they backed up and let the people like. You know, there was 130 cops injured that day. Jesus Christ! Now that they're doing the hearings and stuff, that's the first time that we're hearing how many actual 
injured police officers there were. 130 cops were injured. Horrible. And a total of five died, I think. One on the scene and one from like stuff afterwards. Or four more from stuff afterwards, but... Jesus Christ. Well, this is a good uplifting <sighs> them, so I didn't mean to... <laughs> I also have terminal cancer, everybody, so this will be my last Kathy show for Griffin a while. Kathy Griffin just came, came out and said she has lung, lung cancer. And she's already getting trolled by people on the right. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, people are stoked about it. I'm the- always serious. <laughs> that was so fucking weird. The computer just started talking to us. I got chills. What was that? Are you serious? Oh my god, that was so weird. Are you serious? Are you serious? What? Are you serious? Now we just sound crazy. <laughs> Guys, we swear to God, the computer just talked to us on its own. Well, they that was be, so weird. Well, so yeah, there's will people. Will they be able to hear, hear that? Because you know the right hates Kathy because she had that picture the of Trump her beheaded or whatever. Trump. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's sad. Hopefully she'll be okay. I hope she's okay. I was really sad about Mark Hoppus uh, getting cancer. Who's that? The bass player and singer for Blink-182. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're getting old, Heidi. Jeez. Christ. So, uh, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's do a reset. You bang your boyfriend twice a day on vacation. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Um, I mean, maybe once, but sometimes what's twice. your most in your life in one day? Oh God. I don't know. I have no idea. Like oh, five, three, ten, mm, gang bang. Like what? What are you no. talking about? I guess I don't know. Maybe the four times, whatever. Like two. Like in the morning. Is that the time? Night. Is that the one you told me? It was f- four times one day with four different guys. You told me that, right? <laughs> no, she never said no. that. <laughs> it's a cleary joke. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. What, do you have any um? Oh, you know what? I was at a uh, book launch party. Wow, that sounds really fucking cool. It's a uh, girl, Georgina, who is a New York City You know what? Let me just say this. Ballerina. Had you just said Georgina, I would have assumed it was a girl. Oh, what did I say? Georgina. It was a girl, Georgina. Oh. Yeah. Georgina, I forget her last name, but she wrote a book called Swan Dive. And it's so far, it's really good. But she what's was. The, what's the premise? She's a New York City ba- ballerina on on Broadway, and um, it's about her story. And she's like, it's a huge expose on how they treat the ballerinas with the women and stuff. Oh, I'm sure they're treated like absolute shit, like gymnasts. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Exact. Exactly. Um, so she put a performance on, and then she had a q Q and A Q- 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 with my um, friend Phil Rosenthal. Do you know Phil? He has um, some, somebody feed Phil on Netflix. He created yeah. Everybody Loves Ray- Raymond. Oh, shit. And, and him and his wife, wife are, I love them so much. Um, so I helped out with like the guest list and that was fun. I got to work for like ha- half hour and then I watched her per- per- perform, but I had a, uh, I was going to say something. Oh, so there was a woman there and uh, she's Brian Dennehy, who I love. Do you know him? Of course. His daughter. FX, uh, Rambo. Yes. He was the shitty cop in Rambo. Was he in Cocoon? Oh, that's right. He was in Cocoon, wasn't he? Was he? 
I don't remember. I think he was. Was Brian Dennehy in Cocoon? He was. Mm. God damn right he was. Yeah. He was the one, remember one point he pulls down his eye and the light shines out of his eyes? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Great his, actor. His he died, daughter, right? Yeah, he just yeah, died. A couple years ago. Or a like year ago. La- like last year, this year, I think it was actually. Um, his daughter is a... <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. His daughter, I just met his da- daughter and she's a, a, a theater t- teacher. And she's awesome. And she was explaining to, to me that they are trying to do away with Shakespeare because people oh no. are triggered Come on. by it because they're saying that he was an elitist and they're triggered because they don't understand the words that he has said. Like I can't even deal with no it. No one does. That's why, that's why people that know Shakespeare are smarter than us. <laughs> like, it's pretty pretty soon, he okay. started the whole like it's ridiculous. Uh-uh. It's I, like doing it with up. Beethoven. Guys, I give up. Pretty soon, Americans, snobby fucking pussy little Americans, are gonna be triggered because they can't speak Japanese, and no no one can speak Japanese anymore because we don't understand it. Did you hear about the math thing too? No. That so when you're in <laughs> like, oh. when you're when you're in high school now, especially in. In LA, or I don't know if it's all over, but I think it's just just out here. You can't take um, accelerated math cl- classes because it's not fair, and it triggers the people who aren't smart enough to do the math. No, no, this is an actual thing that's no, happening. No, it's not. So you can't in the ninth grade. You can't take accelerated math in tenth grade, eleventh grade. You have to take dumb math. math. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really bad with math. So so so, <laughs> so, so now we're at a point where. The most intelligent people have to be slowed down so that dummies mm-hmm. Aren't don't, get mo- don't get motivated to right. try harder. Exactly. How about this? So how stupid. about we just have a world where some people are smarter than others? That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. And some people want to work a little more at math. And like, it's so, st- I can't believe this. We can't all be brain surgeons and, surgeons and scientists. We can't all be like biologists mm-hmm. and we can't all dig ditches. Mm-hmm. We have to have different people do different things. And I'm not saying that dig ditchers are stupid. Not at all. They're That's not, what they... they're not brain surgeons. Right. They're not building rockets. They're not going to space. They don't want to do that. And that's that. fine. Yeah. I'm way closer to a dig, uh, a, a dig ditcher, a ditch digger <laughs> than I am to a, a, a brain, a brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. I couldn't Can't believe it because she was saying that um, the Shakespeare f- festivals that they're they're diminishing because of that because of people and I was like wait I don't understand and she's like it's because they feel that he was an elitist I'm like what what about Einstein <laughs> like we're not gonna believe in like, let's, theory let's, of let's relativity because we don't under you know let's pretend that Einstein was coming up now. So he would have to be held back in school mm-hmm. because other kids will feel bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's all over the United States, but I know that it's here in here in in, in Los Angeles that oh the accelerated God. math pro- program is. Let me double check. Please, yeah, take your time. Well, that is so stupid. It's really disturbing. Oh, I'm so upset about everything in the whole world. We <laughs> can't do it anymore. But pe- people are so fucking triggered over everything. And I hate that word now, triggered. I, me too. But I, I was... But sometimes it works. 
tr- triggered with that new with the new vice jehovah's witness do- documentary called the crusaders Whoa. what's this it's on vice it was on on sunday night um and it's robert rodriguez who did oh, Sin- someone was just talking City. about this love those movies and uh yeah his partner his producing part partner was okay. raised a jehovah's witness never liked to t- talk about it though and he had watched Going Clear on HB, you know, which is amazing. Blows the cover off of Scientology. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he said, wow, wait a second. This is so much like being a Jehovah's Witness. I, I need to talk about this. So it's a documentary on that. And it's about the brainwashing, about the what happens in it. And it's you said it's on, it's on HBO? It's on Vice. Called what? The Crusaders. And, and how you many? You can get it on like, one episode, or is it one film, or is it? It's uh, one film. It's like an hour and a half. Whoa. And I'm telling you, my my mom had called me while I was watching it. And I like pa- paused it, and I was like, "Oh, mom, there's this really great documentary." And she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds it sounds good." And all of a sudden, I just started bawling. And I mean, I'm like, and I've been out of it for thirty years or twenty five years. But it's affected me still to this day. Well, because it, it took half of your life away. It took, and it also, you know, as a there. kid, you're not allowed to have any sort of dreams. You can't go work. You can't go to school or to college. So you're supposed to be, you know, a cleaner, a secretary. And it's really, it's it's so crazy. It's I feel sorry for, for my mom and dad because my dad wanted to be a pilot they wanted to buy a home. They wanted to do all these things, and they 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 were told no. But then the people who told them no went and did those things. I thought your I thought your parents were still in it. No, my dad. It, you know, it is he believes in it still. My mom doesn't. Well, how how long did when did she come out again? Mm, or get get really, out of it? She's not really. I mean, she's still baptized. Okay. But she's everything that ha- happened to to me. She's like, this is ridiculous. And she had some stuff ha- happen to her too. Mm-hmm. But my dad went to pr- prison f- for it, so he's a felon, which is another story that needs to like be told. So when they were they were con- conscientious objectors of war. Am I uh-huh. saying that right? Yes. And uh, they were uh, uh, what do you call it? Direct drafted and he never likes to talk about about it because people going you didn't go to war but he it was his religion yeah yeah it was it was his religion he was 19 and they put him all into maximum security prison with the people from it was in missouri with all the john Gotti guys he became friends with this uh this killer who i gotta find find his name his last name is boils and there was a huge book about about him too my dad would sit on his back and read, and he would do like a push. Oh yeah, I remember the story now. And um, but where they were, it was called Ki- Kingdom Row, and that's what I want to make a movie called Ki- Kingdom Row. It's fucking great about the Jehovah's Witness kids who were there, like bawling each day at the. Just because they didn't want to go to war. No, just no. They my my dad. I mean, I think that some of them probably w- would have gone instead of being in maximum security sure. prison, but they couldn't go because of the religion. Oh, I see, I see. So it's not that they didn't want to go; they just couldn't. No, they couldn't. Yeah, they. Oh, couldn't. I thought they didn't like believe in the believe in it. Oh yeah, no, they. I mean, they're uh, Jehovah's Witnesses don't, don't believe in war. So, but Muhammad Ali, it was the same time, but he was able to 
to get get out of it. So he got through Fame. a loop, loophole of course. and didn't go to pr- prison. But there were some that could go. Um, uh, Sam, my cousin Sam, his dad, um, he worked in a h- hospital. So it was weird. They they went to, to the judge and the judge was like, okay, you work in a ho- hospital. And then he would pick the other wit- witness and he picked my dad and was like, you go to maximum security prison for a year and a day so they they were all f- uh f- felons oh just just to get them to a point where they're felons yep well that's so if you've been in jail for a year to be a felon a year and a di- yeah a year mm. i believe i don't know if that's still true now but that's what they did to me so it's a punishment just to fuck up your life for the rest of your mm-hmm. life yeah but i mean like you know like and, and my dad has the greatest stories but i i can see where he never he always felt a little Funny explaining them. Does he tell his prison stories? Yeah, I've got, I've I started to record them because he doesn't know I'm record. They're so good, and my dad That's is so hilarious. And my dad's like the funniest human being ever. My my, my dad used to uh, he kind of stopped he stopped calling me in the last year or so, but he used to always call me when he'd be watching sports, and he would leave these super long voicemails on my phone. Either like, you know, one day he'd be like so angry and screaming about how bad the Red Sox were. <laughs> and then the next day something would happen and he would get choked up talking about how amazing one of the players was, how much mm-hmm. he loved them. And always playing the part of like the, you know, the, uh, the uh, armchair coach kind of thing. But yeah. Why doesn't he call, call you anymore? Because of my political beliefs. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't really speak anymore. Oh, they, that sucks. We talked on the phone a couple of days ago for the, for the first time in a while, but he... Um, yeah, it's really, really sad. Wow. Yep. I'm sorry. Sorry. I mean, it is what it is. Nothing I can do about it. Um, I hate when that ha- happens. When there's it's a, so strange. When, when there's a divide because of that. Yeah. And and the weird part is, is that uh, I have always, 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 always respected his views and his opinions and his political beliefs. Mm. And um, even to this day, like he, I, I don't. I don't really question his beliefs. Like they are what they are for his own reasons. Right. But you're my dad. I love you no matter what. I respect you. Right. I really have uh, a lot of great time spending time with you. And he's just not interested right now. I'm going to see him later this month. We're oh. going to get together. But um, I don't um, Especially as our parents get o- older too. It's like you can't change them. Cause and I don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. So like. So be happy with me. Like, oh, uh, man. But he also like it's 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 it kind of one of those things, too, where he he has never um, he thinks I'm this like bleeding heart, liberal alt left dude. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that. Yeah. I have a lot of views that are kind of in the middle. And but he wouldn't know that because he won't ask me. He's never asked me my opinion on stuff. So he assumes because I live in California mm-hmm. I hate and people. I have tattoos yeah. and I pierced my ear when I was 12 or whatever that I'm this one thing. Yep. Like, you don't, you don't want me to put you in a box? Well, don't put me in a box. Mm-hmm. Like, just ask me. Ask me my thoughts on, on, uh, on politics. Ask me my thoughts on guns or immigration or gay marriage. Like, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for gay marriage. But I'm also right. f- for guns. Like I'm, yeah. I'm way more in the middle than than he thinks I am. But 
he doesn't want to ask. So, so it started with with him. He he stopped talking. To I you. think I like I fight, may have mentioned like this on, on the argument? on the air. Sorry, but he sent me no no. It's fine. I don't know if I did or not, but I'm happy to go over it again because I'm sure there's people out there that are still dealing with it with uh, their parents or family. Right. He sent me an email, or he forwarded me an email, and. He, he, like you know how you forward an email he wrote his little part and then there was an attachment email mm. and um he said something like um this email can say it better than i ever could uh if you want to know why we vote for trump or something this will explain to you why and my my dad i asked him before like what he thought about trump and he said i think he's an idiot but i just i hate liberals and i hate democrats so this email he forwarded me that someone else had written to like their kid or something basically said that we voted for Trump because it hurts you. Because we think that you are useless, that you liberals are ruining and poisoning America, that um, that you don't contribute anything to society, that um, that you're, you're cancer for the country. So my dad didn't write this email but he, he forwarded it to me saying that this says it better than I ever could. So I kind of responded back with kind of what I said to you. You know, I've never judged you for the shitty things that you've done to me. I've never like judged you on your politics. I've just accepted you. Um, but wow. you're sitting here telling me that I haven't contributed to society and I, I do all the time, but uh, you just, you never asked me. So, and it was a very, very ugly email exchange back and forth. And then like, I was pissed about it and hurt by it. And then he's like, let's just put it behind us. I'm like, you don't get to just decide that you don't want to talk about it anymore after all that. So we'll see how it goes when I see him in a couple of weeks, but you still t talk to your mom. Yep. Yeah. And my, my mom, my mom is also a Republican voter. Yeah. Hated Obama with every ounce of her breath. Really? And she's wonderful. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Those you know what I mean? I just, uh, I, I, I don't like that either. I, I don't like the fact that if you, voted for trump that automatically you're you know an asshole and you're no religion. you're not i hate that i hate yep. when people say that because i have i have love loved ones that did and i and i love them I, that's that's know? the thing unless you're an actual piece of shit i don't yeah. i don't i mean i care unless you're like a proud boy i care what you right of course <laughs> you know, then, like, like i don't want nothing to do right. with you but uh if you just like if you're money focused or if for some reason you have major problems with immigrants, like mm -hmm. we have a little problem if like if you have like racial issues, right? But if it's like if you if you're conservative and Republican because of money stuff, that's unfortunate. But I can look past that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the state of California needs a Republican governor. Yeah, maybe because it's too li li liberal here. That's yeah. why we have the problems that we have sure so there i can't believe i am saying that but that's no how I the, feel now. You're, you're partially right i mean i can't argue with you we need someone that's either just in the middle or a yep. republican that's not like yep. like a nut job like you know and we do have to learn to work together again because mm -hmm. that's just out that's out the window right now yep anyhow so stupid Sorry, um, I, made this, I made this weird <laughs> well no not at all oh, okay <laughs> like i said all this stuff i like talking about everything um Oh, I was going to talk about, there, remember it was a few weeks ago, a guy asked uh, if I had P PTSD. Yes. Oh. And we, my boyfriend and I were w walking 
just the other day mm -hmm. and <laughs> there was it was at night and there was something behind us and I jumped so, like I like I thought there was some somebody behind me and he was like oh my god like relax like and I was like I'm sorry what yeah like don't you remember what he's like oh that's right yeah yeah no you're fine I'm sorry like that because he forgot like I still have it it's really like I, I want to. So I, I definitely hope it gets easier for you over time. I, I assume that it kind of will, but it's yeah. it three or four years now, right? It happened ago, three years ago, two years um, ago. Um, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it will, but I just yeah, I just remembered that 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 guy asked, and yeah, I do. It, I mean, it's a, very you, jump, jumpy. You <laughs> survived a, a horrendous attack. You know what I mean? So it, it's going to stay with you for a while, and maybe it's yeah. good. It makes you a little bit more aware. Yeah, I mean, it probably gives you more anxiety too, but it mm -hmm. keeps you keeps you safe in some ways. I have like spray now that I just bought. Oh, like like mace, mace but it's like the cop spray. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, good. Well, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. I wish my wife would carry that kind of stuff. She's she is she's strong and she can fight, mm -hmm. but she's just like no one's going to do that to me. I don't assume that. Yeah, I always don't thought assume. that too. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, you know. Yeah. And she's like, uh, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it's my time to go, I was like, oh my God, like, don't go without a fight. Uh, that, but, least... but that's what I thought when he, when it was the second time he, he, he threw me in, I gave up because I was like, well, this is how I'm going to go. Wow. Like, and I remember just think, thinking, like, all right, this is. And I'm you thought done. you were going to die. Yeah, because he was huge and he, it, I got hurt. Like, my shoulder was hurt and everything. And, and that's when he pulled me out, and I would have rather have died. <laughs> God damn it, Jer. Jer blessings? You know, over there now, there's a he, uh, tents all over the place. It's worse now. Over oh, by the... the whole city, dude. Yeah. The city is, it is, it is, we are out of control. Mm -hmm. Out of control. And, um, like, um, we're at a point now when there's, there's tents, and I feel so, I feel bad for these people, but there's tents on the entire sidewalk where pedestrians now have to walk in the street mm -hmm. to get to where Kids. they're going. Yeah. And you know, I mean, and it's not every homeless per person do doesn't have schizophrenia no. and, and I no. understand mm -hmm. that, but you have to be aware and it's, you know, it's. Yeah. It's and the, the rats I've seen, I've never seen uh, rats in my neighborhood until the last few months. Now I see rats all the time. I haven't seen any yet. Uh -huh. All the time. We saw, um, a huge animal. We don't know what it was. It looked like a wolf, but it's not a wolf. It must was have it been the dog man or whatever from <laughs> Wisconsin. What's that thing called? We talked about it like months ago. It was a uh, what was it called? A man wolf or whatever? Man dog. <laughs> I forget. It's so good. Okay, what did you see? We. It was a huge animal down in Hancock Park by the uh, describe the animal Wilshire um, golf course by the. It was gigantic. It looked like a freaking wolf from Game of Thrones. Was it huge? Walking on four legs or yes. two? And it was in a bush, and it came came out, like like slinked out, and the dog went cr crazy. It turned around and started to walk, and we looked, and it was coming like walking towards us. We're like, "What the fuck?" It was like mid midnight. So it, was it wasn't like later. a mutant coyote or something. I don't know. It was something weird. Could it have been a stray dog? No. This was not a dog. Didn't have a dog head. No, it did, but it, it was just it too was big, too gigantic. Yeah, weird. And it was weird. It was like it's it's 
slunk is that a word slank i think, I think slunk Slinky? yeah slunk down <laughs> slunk down crazy did it take a napkin out and wipe its mouth no but a little that little monkey did yeah have you had any more thoughts last week we talked about the um the face tearing off monkey person oh my god you want to see it again no do you, do you want to see the guy the homeless guy that got his face pulled off by the other home by no. the other guy no what no please don't because i get i get i'll dream about it do you ever see the video of the attack no i didn't even know about it you know the the cannibal the guy that that was on bath salts oh in florida yes oh yeah no 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 you ever saw the video i'm no i think i did yeah so good i'm just saying i did even so, though i haven't you haven't <laughs> no i have okay. i have i think he had a, fl- a flannel on and like overall the naked guy right? no the the, no, the, the face the, chewer was the, naked but the other guy had like maybe flannel, oh like I used to know his name on or something. Uh, pa- Ronald Popo was the guy who was got the his kid. face eaten and had his eyeballs eaten. This guy ate his eyeballs. He pulled both eyes out and ate his eyes, <sighs> and then chewed off his nose, chewed off his lips. Come on, yep. he's still alive. Yeah, he survived. <laughs> Can't. Let me look up his face real quick. Was he ho- homeless? The uh yeah, so the guy who has has face eaten was homeless, Fuck. and um the guy that chewed his face, uh was killed, by police. Can you imagine? All right, so I guess I got got off pr- pretty well with just the bucket of diarrhea. Do you want to see his face today? Do or do I? you want to see it when it was first chewed no, up? No, I don't want to see that at all. I'll get no, no, no. Okay, so I'd like to eat eat dinner tonight. Here's his face now. Mm, you ready? Yeah. We'll do it slow again like we did last I week. To do my eyes like this and then um What the fuck? Oh my god. Yeah. Um here's one. Oh my god. Can you Here's a nice one of him. Like, no, if no, it's no, gross, no, please he's don't. in a hospital don't. playing guitar. Oh my Oh, where's his nose? In someone's belly. What the, how do you even breathe? That's him like in the hospital right after the attack. Ah! Oh my God, stop. I can't stop. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, stop. <laughs> I can't. Thank you for being such a good sport about this. I'm trying to find the one of him like freshly chewed. No. Can you imagine being the nurse that's like having... I just well, I feel like the guy. nurse can deal with it, but I feel like uh, imagine being the person on the scene who's trying to like <sighs> save this like guy's life. Hannibal Lecter. This is the guy that killed him. No, no, no. It's just the guy, it's just the guy that killed him. Or not that tried to kill him. I'm sorry. This is the guy that ate his face. Mm. It's just a dude who's on bath salts that uh He kinda looks like Jer. Does he really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Oh. Oh. Ew, I'm triggered now. <laughs> um, let me show you the guy before before the attack. Mm, are you really gonna show me promise. Is it gonna be a gross? No, 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 I promise, I promise. Okay. That's him pre. Oh. Yep. He looks better. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry. You think he looks better without his no, eye, eyes no, and nose chewed off? Guy. He's kind of a ha- handsome guy. Oh, kind man. of. There's a, there's a, we live in a crazy Ooh, world, everybody. Duh. Um, were they sh- shooting up basalts? No, no, no. Oh, they, 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 they weren't about? together. 
They weren't together. No, so, but the guy, did he like snort him or I think you just eat him. him up? Oh, no, you smoke them. You smoke bath salts. Jesus Christ. There's videos on YouTube you can see of like of like kids smoking it and you and see what it nuts. does to them and like that satvia stuff or whatever. Oh. Salvia? Salvia. Sativa? No, salvia. Salvia. Salvia is like a... Um, Italian director? Almost like a, <laughs> like a, like a narcotic <laughs> version of weed. But it, it, it oh. makes you go crazy. Jesus Christ. So bath salts are in the... I, believe, I could be wrong, but I think they're in like the Salvia family. We were talking about drugs and you said you never even smoked beef before i've never had a cigarette never i've never cocaine? smoked weed i've never done cocaine i've never been drunk in my life that's insane i just started taking edibles when i was 36 how old are you now 41 wow but when i was a, I would, every now and then i would do like a valium or xanax and stuff but i've never smoked yeah. anything wow i guess i never i smoked a cigarette once oh good i got really sick i haven't smoked since good and weed i hate hate it Really? I always have. Okay. But the first time I smoked, it was laced with P- PCP. I lost a shoe when my fate, fa- like I was young, but I lost a shoe. I remember I passed out. Like <laughs> I was like, this sucks. This weed stuff. And then I smoked it again and had the best time, laughed. And then I tried it again and it was. I can't imagine oh, taking something it. and losing some of my clothing. Oh, fuck. Um, speaking of, uh, I'm being uncomfortable. It's so hot in here. It's really hot. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. Um, I had a lovely time with you. I had a lovely time with you. Um, Darren should be back next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else we got? Heidi. Yes, I hope. I mean, I hope I had some interesting things to talk. That's that's one of my fears of doing this is coming on and like not having anything interesting to say. Of course, and that's why like um, that's why it's nice to have multiple people in here. And uh, I usually come in with like. One or two things, maybe three that I kind of want to touch on and then just see where it goes. Yeah. Um, I feel like it always wor- works out. Sure. That's good. And I think uh, as someone, I listen to Howard Stern, I listen to tons of podcasts. I listen to Your Mom's House and Bad Friends and Tiger Belly. And some shows are better than others, but even the ones that aren't my favorite are still better than most things. So hopefully our listeners feel the same way where they get something, get something out of every episode. Right. That's all that matters. Right. And uh, I know for sure, I mean, this show's not even out yet, but I'm getting tons of messages saying they want you to look at more horrible things and react <laughs> to them. So we'll have more of that coming. Um, wait till you see all these beheading videos that we have. No, I can't watch those. You're going to watch so nope. much death. Nope. We're going to do Patreon bonus no, episodes. I'm too sensitive for it. It'll put some hair on your chest. <laughs> I already have some. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Um, I know. Oh, oh did I that. say me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, met no, someone no, else. Oh, no, no. A friend of Talk mine. Friend of you. Your sister. Of, yeah. Your sister is very yeah. hairy chest. Yep. Crazy. Um, Heidi, where can people find us? Um, they can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rareform Radio. And you, you at Dan Cleary. 79. 79. Me at Heidi Sabrina. Darren at Nelly Radio. Nelly. And also on iTunes. Uh, please subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. Only if it's nice, though. We are on YouTube, and you can find us just by searching Rare Form Radio. We did it, everybody. Another episode in the books. Happy morning to you. Uh- <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god! Next week we got to talk about your accents. Um, we got to do more. We're gonna have like we gotta have a Heidi's accent corner. We gotta have you do a whole episode as like, a like as a Chinaman or something or something. <laughs> they're so good. Thank you. Yeah, they're really like. Thank you. I told you, so you before. Much. If I close my eyes, I'm like, am I in Dublin? Mm-hmm. I was speaking Spanish in the Dominican Republic. I bet it was like, perfect. Crazy. Remember when you said. You can find us on Twitter. (laughs) You're the best, Heidi. And we will be back next week with an all new episode of whatever the fuck this is. Okay, bye. Bye. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.